Coming up soon for our listeners, we have a bonus podcast episode. And uh, Jim, you're going to take us to the desert island uh, during this episode. Uh, Give us a little hint of what you're going to play. Well, Greg, I just mentioned him very briefly in passing when we were talking about losses in 2020. And since there's an Eno connection, I have so much more to say. I'll bet you do. That is part of our bonus podcast coming up soon. I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Welcome to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. This is a bonus podcast episode, and as often as possible, we like to take a trip to that desert island and pop a quarter in the desert island jukebox to play a track we cannot live without. Today, Jim, it's your turn. Greg, uh, I mentioned Harold Budd only very briefly among the many, many sad and significant losses in the music world in 2020. I wanted to dig a little deeper into his story because I thought I knew Harold Budd. Uh, I think I have half a dozen of his albums. There were 16 solo albums, but quadruple that, uh, records that he collaborated with some really impressive people on. Who was this guy? A master of ambient music? Well, he really hated that term. And uh, fighting words if you called his music New Age. (laughs) But, you know, this was instrumental music that uh, his friend and most famous collaborator, Brian Eno, loved. Uh, Eno uh, put it out, the early Bud recordings, on his own label. And they collaborated on several. The track I'm going to play is the title track of uh, Ambient Volume 2, the second record that Brian Eno put out in his Ambient series in 1980, The Plateau of Mirrors. So uh, Harold Budd playing beautiful uh, keyboards as Eno uh, does, you know, uh, manipulation in the Mm. digital realm. I was fascinated. I read a great piece by Simon Reynolds, who, of course, is uh, uh, even uh, number one uh, to my number two uh, as a fan of shoegaze music and ambient music and Eno. Simon Reynolds wrote a piece for NPR that dug deep into Bud's uh, background, and I didn't know this. He started out as a drummer, uh, fascinated with the West Coast cool jazz sound, right? Mm -hmm. How do you get from that to becoming an ambient uh, experimenter, he went to a lecture in uh, 1961 or so to hear John Cage talk about uh, Cage's book, Silence. And then everything changed for Harold Budd after that. He really began to become a name uh, in the late 70s when he was recording with uh, Eno and for Eno's obscure uh, imprint on Island Records. A lot of collaborations, not only with Eno, uh, throughout Harold Budd's life. Uh, Famously also, I think, Robin Guthrie of the Cocteau Twins and Andy Partridge of XTC. Uh, But his own music is really where he shined. Uh, And I, I just thought, you know, we needed to pay a little more tribute. It is not music that is going to stop you 
<laughs> in your tracks. It is music. Again, the famous Eno saying about ambient sounds. Music that rewards attention but does not demand it. And uh, as far as chilling out and trying to find a space of tranquility of late, Harold Budd's been way at the top of my list. He was 84 years old, Greg, uh, based in Los Angeles last part of his life, and it was complications from COVID-19 that brought him down. Here is The Plateau of Mirrors by Harold Budd and Brian Eno from Plateau of Mirrors, title track of Eno's second official ambient release. Uh, You know you got the goods, Greg, when Brian Eno puts out your record (laughs) as the second on the label he started, Obscure. The first first ambient release on Obscure Records, you know what it was? I do not. Brian Eno's Music for Airports. There you go. So uh, that was my Desert Island jukebox pick. Thanks for playing along. 